welcome, welcome, welcome to the Camera Corner Podcast. We're your geek slash nerd discussion podcast. Normally, we take one topic from TV, movie, video game, book, whatever you feel like talking about the day, and we bat around until we get bored. I am, as always, your host, Patrick. With me is my co host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. I am the Watcher. Uh, also joining us is special guest uh, and friend of the friend of the uh, podcast and owner of Camera Corner Studios, uh, Ryan. Say hi, Ryan. I'm the ghastly ghoul of Stan Lee. Welcome back, everyone. We already talked about the ghastly ghoul CGI Stan Lees that might be popping up. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm, I'm hoping they don't do it. I'm hoping it was. It's not as terrible as it all seemed like it was going to be. I don't know. I mean, just every time I think Disney will show restraint, they don't. They Disney yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I mean, to be fair though, we have learned very quickly that it turns out they were showing restraint by trying to hold on to the rights for Pooh Bear, because there's already a horny horror movie they've already got screenshots of. Yeah. Oh, the Blood and Honey. Yeah. Yeah, I saw saw that on Facebook. Um, but to what 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 we're doing today is none of that. This is not a Noobs All Topics episode. We are not talking about Pooh, Blood and Honey. You can't stop my tangents. Um, today we're, we're, we're tackling the MCU. Um, cause you know, that's not, that seemed like a modest use of our time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we are not unknown to jump on, uh, fads and trends. We just don't want to jump very high. Right. So we're making a tier, a tier list. Um, uh, see, we're, except we're doing, we're doing a tier list of all the MCU. That is all of the... MCU. Yeah. How'd you bleep yourself? I don't know. <laughs> uh, YouTube rules. Yeah. Uh, like you, like in YouTube, like you can't say any like uh, hard cuss words in the first like minute of the video or something like that, or you get demonetized. Yeah. So I guess Pat Pat's thinking for the future. Yeah. Um, we will be on YouTube. I mean, I'm studying OBS now. Yep. What the fuck is OBS? It's video streaming software. Oh. Yep. It's what most streamers use. Bro, we can't stream. I'm sitting here with chimichangas, honey roasted nuts, barbecue <laughs> chips, in a dirty ass basement. If people see what we look like <laughs> recording, even Vaughn will stop listening. <laughs> well, Please, yeah. Vaughn, don't stop listening. Well, one, this, this one isn't going on YouTube. Um, but uh, while mo- while most tier lists are on YouTube, you know they typically work better for a video format. So for this one, we'll do the tier list. And I'm going to put up the picture of the tier list we do make in the comment section of our video. So if you want to, you can follow along. Um, hey, Bear, this is a tier list. We won't have to worry about people listening forgetting because the ones they disagree with, they'll, they'll remember. remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this tier list, uh, we, we were using, I found this one out. Full disclosure, I did not make this tier list. Um, Includes all shows and movies from either the main MCU universe, other universes that were tied to the MCU through multiverse plots, or that take place just in a different timeline that has branched from the MCU timeline. Um, and we'll be going through, we'll be going through the movies, titles, movie shows, and shorts in chronological order. Um. The rankers that we're using are S through F, uh, S being the best, F being the worst, and there's an additional uh, haven't watched 
uh, category. Which majority is ha- majority of us have to have not watched. So if two of the three of us have watched it, it's good. If only one of us has seen it, it, it goes and I haven't watched. Correct. So we'll start things off with the first chronological entry into the MCU. Not release order, not, not when it came out in our world, but yeah. the first event to happen in the MCU. Um, that is Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, let's see. Do we want to do the blurb for, for each one? No, no. no okay. that would take a little while. Yeah. Also, um, uh, another rule is uh, for something to be S-ranked, we all have to agree that this is S-ranked material. Yeah. Um, that being said, Captain America, I put it. I would put it A. Yeah, I, I I would put it at A leaning towards us because to me it was like, that's a solid movie. You don't need anything else to just go in and watch it. It's one of the few MCU movies that honestly, like, I have just been like, fuck it, I'm in the mood for some fun and threw that on. I'm it, not going to argue with it. Yeah, it, it still has its issues. Also, uh, I, one thing that we didn't discuss on, uh, we didn't discuss beforehand, but uh, once we finish it, we can probably go back and do a little fine tweaking like, yeah. of everything to see like what worked. Yeah, because we might be like, oh, wow, yeah, we yeah. were way too yeah, generous. We, we, we were wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, see, moving up to the next one is the Marvel one-shot for Agent Carter. Never now, seen it. See, I, I was gonna say I don't think Ryan's ever seen it. Oh, uh, a lot it? of the shows and any of the I have not seen a single one of the shorts, and the majority of the shows I have not watched. Yeah. Uh, see, I've seen this. I've seen I this. I have not seen the one shot. Okay. So, um, I I personally would would rank it pretty middling, but uh, goes in the no watch. Yeah. Uh, see, after well, that, that's a, like Pearl Butter period thing. Yes. No, no, no. Well, uh, it was during that period. Yeah, it was during that period. But, so it had a female lead. It couldn't do well. Well, the, the, this is just the one shot. The one shot was part was filmed part like, of the movie, as part of the so, movie. Um, yeah. It's just it's just an action scene, honestly. It was just a lady doing action. I like Agent Carter a lot. Uh, I love the show, but um, it, it's just an action set piece. It's all it really is. There's not um, something substantial. So moving on to the next one uh, is Agent Carter, the show. Never seen it. I love Agent Carter. I've seen the first episode. Which I wouldn't really count. Yeah. Like Agent Carter would be like a, a B or an A for me. I love it a lot, but once again, that's going to have to go into <laughs> I haven't seen. All right. Uh, see, after that, Captain Marvel. <sighs> a C, C to B? C. C. Yeah. Yeah. It is... And, and this is our first lower rank, so I do want to preface. I mean, that's a mid rank. Well, no, I was it's literally say, the halfway point. Yeah. Well, no, no. These are tier lists. Anything below B is a low rank. Yeah. People come after you for that. Yeah, so that's I'm just going to go ahead and voice. No, this movie is generic fun action. This is a movie that I had fun watching. It didn't blow me away. It was just, it was fun. I had problems yeah. I mean, with it. I mean, it, it, is, it is kind of the, the, the banner bearer for a middling MCU movie. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, to be fair, that the last action set piece when when Carol was like going through space, where like nothing had been on that level before. Oh yeah, when they that just, part's really yeah. cool. Like that's one of the high, high, high. But points. but that's you're like almost at the end of the movie there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before then, I know, um, my actual summary for this movie is it perfectly lives up to what it was trying to emulate. Nineties blockbuster. <laughs> it is a movie's like, hey, it's the nineties. There's a new movie out. You want to go see it? Sure, Billy. Let's go for that for our Friday night date. Like it's. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one, uh, Iron Man. Now I rewatched Iron Man. This is gonna be a re- like not that long ago. This is gonna be a hot take. 
I'm gonna put Iron Man at a B. Uh, I know everyone gives it like the hype, and the thing is, it's hard to not I, remove like uh, it set the standard. But when you go back and watch something now, like because a, a standard can only live up to you know for so long before like when everything's drawn from it, you have to kind of do the things that have also just drawn from it as comparison. I, I really couldn't argue with a B. Back and neither like. You'll also have the better example of this because a lot of these movies I have seen once and never again. Like I guarantee you, I haven't seen Iron Man in the past decade. Yeah, I, I watched it about a year ago. Uh, I, I started like a, re, a a small MCU rewatch. Uh, Iron Man two. I I would probably say either a I would probably say a D to maybe a, a low C. Uh, I would I would I. So the last time I watched Iron Man 2 when I was re- doing my rewatch, I actually watched it in like 30 minute chunks because I was watching it like on lunch breaks at work. And the funny thing is it works so good in 30 minute chunks like a <laughs> as, TV show. As a miniseries? Yeah. Like it actually, it works much better than it does as a movie, uh, which is why I would give it a C, but I could not argue with somebody who wanted to give it a D. Yeah. Because the, the, the thing, the thing about Iron Man 2, and it honestly becomes truer the further we get from Iron Man 2. It was a trailer for things to come. Well, not just that. It's also, like, I know everyone loves Iron Man in the MCU. I've always kind of had a bit of a problem with Tony. Iron Man 2 is kind of the crux of, like, oh, like, Tony's folly. It's, you're seeing Tony at his worst. Uh, my, my biggest issue with, with Iron Man 2 is is that it tries to do, like, the devil in the bottle, like, storyline. But instead, it's like Tony's dying instead, so that's why he's heavily drinking. Like, and so like it gives him like a heroic excuse to be an asshole. No, and that's, because he's dying. And I'm like, just let the man be flawed. Let the man have an alcohol problem. Yeah, and that's we're gonna say that's my favorite part of the movie is in that movie. There's not many likable people, and Don Cheadle is charming as can be, but you know. I've never. But he's barely in that movie. I've also never fully been able to embrace him as Rhodey. Just because I don't believe Don Cheadle's body ever made it through basic training in military because he is such a tiny man. <laughs> I mean, soldiers come in all shapes and sizes. They're not all. The, very few of them are built like Chris Evans. No, no. Most of them are built like uh, Captain America before the before serum. Before the serum, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Don Cheadle just has always looked to me like, okay, you were not a combat pilot because the second you were hit by a G, your bones snap like you're piloting the Normandy. <laughs> yeah, I never quite had that take on Rhodey. Um, like, like I said, I thought Don Cheadle did a fine did a fine Dude, job hey, as Rhodey. Acting but, wise, hey, but, in Civil War, a G hit him <laughs> and did snap his bones. No, a V hit him. Oh, no. You, we <laughs> all seen we, Vision. We've seen WandaVision. We saw how the black community accepted <laughs> you, you, that man. That, that is Vashon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, also, like, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 2, that villain was so weak. Whiplash just kind of sucked. Whiplash. Once again, in 30-minute bursts, Whiplash is actually pretty fun. <laughs> I actually kind of love Whiplash, but the problem is they also never let him be the villain. Yeah. The villain of that movie is um, Justin Hammer. Or yeah. Elon Musk. Like, if, yes. If, <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it had been Justin Hammer as the Bane villain, I would probably liked it more. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Whiplash Sam Rockwell just kills it. Like, he's actually genuinely fun. And once again, proving that, uh, you know, all movies know that uh, the billionaires are evil. He's also doing Trump. 
Yeah. And like Mickey Rourke would have been just fine if he was just crazy Ukrainian dude coming out with whips. If Whiplash had just stayed like fucking meth head trailer park guy with crazy energy whips coming out to fight Tony. And, and, that, a, and a Boyd. Boyd. Yeah. Hey, let Mickey Rourke do Mickey Rourke. <laughs> he was supposed to be Russian. Mi- let Mickey Rourke do Mickey Rourke. <laughs> he still had his I, hair from the wrestler. I need my Boyd. <laughs> Alright. Um Thanks for uh so so are, are we are we agree that uh, Iron Man two is a D? Yeah. A D? Okay. That's like I said, I, I couldn't argue with a D. Alright. Next up is uh the Marvel one shot, a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Never seen it. Is I've seen it, it's basically an action scene with Colson in a in a convenience store. Uh, given a toe tap. <laughs> he literally like, takes a dude with like like the just like the, the tip of his toe. Um it's cute. Um but I mean it's just something that happened on the way to Thor's hammer. I, I, I would probably, I would probably put it on, on. I'd probably put it C, C. middling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's a fun little action scene. Yeah. That's all it is. That, yeah, it's not. It's nothing seminal to Coulson's character. Yeah, and at three minutes, it doesn't waste your time. Well, it's the first time you get to see that, that Coulson could be a badass. Like what a what an average, you know, finger quotes, shield agent could do. Yeah. Even Coulson is not an average shield agent. We didn't at know that time. at the time. Yeah, at the yeah. time. Let's say the average shield agent's playing Pong over there in the corner. <laughs> Galaga. Galaga. Uh, next up is Thor. Thor one. I would pro- I would put it in the same boat as Captain Marvel. Uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh's Thor. Uh, oh, I put it D. I wouldn't argue. Yeah, like uh, I'm. I want to give it a C. I want to like Thor a lot more than I do. Um, I also like, do, but like I, th- I, I will, I will say I, I. Thor, Thor one, of the Thor of the three Thor movies that we have now, I probably rank them probably Ragnarok one and then two. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I think I like Chris Hemsworth's Thor character more than I like Thor's movies. Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna say the the problem, the biggest problem. I mean, it's actually why like I actually like the first Thor movie less than Dark World now, is I have seen Chris Hemsworth's charm factory of a Thor, and this is the movie where they let him be the least himself, and just try to make him be. Well, this is who we think Thor is and who Thor should yeah, be. Yeah, they they definitely hadn't figured. And the out yet. Well, acting I, yeah. is so wooden in that movie. Yeah, but I'll also. I also want to give Hemsworth credit because he had to deal with like Anthony Hops, Anthony Hopkins, uh, you know, emotional abuse the entire time. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was like they, they he was constantly calling him like a terrible <coughs> actor and an idiot throughout the shooting. And this is also like one of Hemsworth's like first big movies. Like yeah. he, he shows up as like Kirk, like Picard's father, like no Captain Kirk's father for like ten minutes in the first Star Trek reboot movie, and then like he had he done was much... Captain Pike. I thought that was the other Hemsworth. No, it no. wasn't Liam. It was Chris Hemsworth because when the movie was coming out, like I was like, well, everyone, was like, who was he? And it was like, oh, he was the dude like the, who dies in the opening ten minutes of Star Trek. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was really his first like that was his first big role, other than some like, probably like small stuff. So. Yeah. The only the only other thing I remember back then of Chris Hemsworth, and it was and it was after Thor came out, was uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, but that was that was once again after. So yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, for me, it's a D, but that that's I I. I I would probably say C, but I could, uh, but a D, I'm I'm fine with it going to D. Well, my like my my vote was C. Uh, so um, C, so C, so C. Okay, so Thor. Moving that up to C. 
Uh, see, after that, uh, The Incredible Hulk. Norton's? Norton's Hulk. I love that movie. I also have a lot of fun with that movie. Like, I don't... Flaws and all. I don't remember that much of that movie. I remember, like... I, there, here's everything I remember. Uh, banners somewhere in South America not bothering anybody. That bothered Ross a lot. Um, he almost killed someone. He, he, he gets... Uh, what's, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's Abomination's name? Emil Blonsky. Yeah. Emil Blonsky. Yeah. I was going to say Tim Roth. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he gets a bunch of soldiers, including uh, Blonsky, um, to go and attack uh, Banner. Uh, hulks out, whoops the shit out of Emil Blonsky. Uh, uh, Blonsky gets injected with Hulk juice. Uh, fighting Harlem. That is... Oh, uh, I guess you're, because yeah, you, you forgot that uh, Blonsky actually gets injected with the super soldier serum. A version. Yes. A, a derivative of it. Uh, it's still a version that was enough that when he got kicked by Hulk in the chest and literally crumpled um, against a tree. No. Yeah, but it didn't bulk him up like it, like it did no, no. Steve Rogers. Um, that's the thing. They actually gave him just straight up the super soldier serum. It just wasn't refined and perfect about months like it is literally like brought out from a world war ii era like this is the formula that we have it's just the incomplete yeah yeah um yeah like he, he was able to get back up because like he had a healing factor that captain america has never had um in that movie which was which is one of the cool things about it um we also have martin uh, uh martin short uh, shows up as like amadeus cho before he becomes peter parker's uh school teacher uh, the guy who like runs their like math lead or whatever like their their little like extracurricular thing that Peter Parker does in the Spider Man movies. Yeah, oh. that dude is in that movie. Uh, he's the guy that gets the pizza and he's he's credited as Amadeus Cho, which is just weird. Um, no, like the movie, it was a lot of fun because like it was charming. It was also up to that point because it came out before Man of Steel, I think. Right? Yeah, 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 well, Man, before Man of Steel, Man of Steel came out this like right after Avengers did. Yeah, they, so, we, we were we were talking about them at the same time. Yeah, so, like, this movie came out. This is also the first time, like, even with Iron Man, tough before it. Hulk was the Hulk. Hulk felt like this character and felt powerful. I, I'm giving it a B. Yeah, I say it's a B. I, like, I, so, I like, like Edward Norton is like good. I a lot. It, like, yeah. it gets shit on a lot, but, it, no, it really holds up with the weird things that I wish they bring back into the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I I can't argue with. Uh, yeah, that's a that's. A I'm beat. I'm legitimately looking forward to She Hulk now with Tim Roth back as Abomination. Um, see, the next one is the Marvel one shot, The Consultant. Never seen it. Same. Uh, uh, okay, I was gonna say it's like a fucking D tier thing. It is literally just Coulson and one other agent kind Sit of well. Ar- what? Sit well. Yeah, uh, they're just they're just kind of arguing about like who should go talk to to Thunderbolt, and uh, they settle on. Uh, Tony, that's all it is. Oh, okay. Oh, it's the it's the setup for the stinger at the it's end. It's the, the setup incredible for the Hulk. Uh, for the stinger at the incredible. That's all it is. Ah. All right. Next up is the Avengers. That's I can weird. never, I can never remove <clears throat> my first experience, the uh, my first theater experience seeing the Avengers. It was also the first like um, Blu-ray I bought. Joss Whedon cannot taint that movie. Like his his history cannot taint that movie for me. It's it was my first time ever going to see a movie in theaters multiple times. 
Like, um, I'm willing to go S tier for. I, I would, for I would, I would, I would, I'd say yes. Yeah, Ryan I, does not look like he's a Greek. <laughs> Which, if he doesn't, that's fine. Like, like there, there's a lot of baggage in this movie. There's a lot of baggage in the movie. There's a lot of baggage. And it's the thing for me in it is that this movie set up and it does have like a beautiful thing of the Avengers coming together and being the Avengers and I wanted them to be the Avengers and you get that for like 15 minutes in this movie and then the opening five minutes of the next one and it just to me like that's my biggest hang in the movie is it never feels like it fully pays off the grandeur of the Avengers that this movie sets up and so as the, the franchise has gone on it's actually less in this movie for me but I do believe that it's just a personal thing and so I won't steal y'all's S from you, since this also might be the only movie we actually put up at S. I don't think that that's going to be the case, but, uh, but all right. All right. Um, next is the Marvel One-Shot Item 47. Never seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, also, just kind of a... I mean, well, the thing about the One-Shots is they're just fun. Like, they don't waste your... like. It's really just... Two people find a Chitari weapon and go Bonnie and Clyde with it. Yeah, like it's it's cute. Um, uh, it's inoffensive. So I, I, put, I, it I put it. Yeah, I put it C the same same as Thor's hammer. Just because it's just inoffensive. Uh, next is Iron Man three. Iron Man saves Christmas. Uh, I I've I don't know if I've ever gone on record for this, but I have I have a stupid love of this movie, and I know this is not a good movie. Um, I'm just gonna just say I I have a lot of, I have a lot of love for this movie. I I would put it in a B personally. I I wanted Mandarin and I will never forgive this and movie. But yeah, that. like I said, there's there's a lot of a lot of things people can say about this movie. Also, the fact that like the the vice president is a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of like like this movie like changes the status quo of the MCU in a way that has not ever paid off in the MCU. Um. So like <laughs> for for me for me it's a D. See, I'm gonna pilot. I have never, ever cared about the Mandarin. I didn't care about him going into this movie. I didn't care about him coming out of this movie. I think he's well, a weak... coming out of this movie is Trevor Slattery. Yeah, I was say no. I think he is a weak. Well, no, Marvel coming villain. out of this movie, he was whatever the fuck his name is that was head of AIM. Oh, uh, uh, Aldrich Killian. Killian. Yeah. Yeah. Until you fall find that no, he's someone else in Shang Chi. But either yeah. way, like, I didn't care about that at all. This is the movie that cemented my hate of Tony Stark yes. for a long time. Yes. And the coolest thing about this movie would be the look at the fucking 10,000 Iron Man suits we have on screen in this dark dock where you can't see them all and they're vaguely just the same silhouette, so why does it matter? I'd put this movie at an F. I so we got actively B, just named B, it. D, and F. Um, uh, yeah, a D is a D is. Uh, yeah, yeah. A D is I just want to vocalize that because nothing in this movie pays off to me. Like, all right, moving on. Uh, the Marvel one shot, all hail the king. Never seen it. I love this one shot. I never saw it. Ah, uh, I would put this at like I the, of of all of the Marvel one shots. This is probably my S one shot. I love this one shot. Um, but. Damn. <laughs> All right. It's, it's uh, Trevor Slattery getting taken by the man. Like he's in jail and he gets taken by the actual Mandarin. Okay. It's extremely fun. Like uh, it's full of cameos. Like Justin Hammer is somebody's prison bitch in jail. 
like uh, like like Trevor Slattery has like is like really famous in jail because he can do the like uh, uh, he he'll do the Mandarin voice for people did and they, they ever, just did love they explain it. why Justin Hammer got arrested? Oh uh, yeah, he gets arrested at the end of Iron Man two for uh, for facilitating everything that Whiplash did. Um, Pepper Potts essentially hacks like like double hacks into his system. Like he traces that that Whiplash is coming from the Hammer uh, the Hammer Corp stuff. And like he gets on the he gets put on the hook for everything that Whiplash did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean he did. He was smuggling a convicted felon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it was Hammer Tech that was destroying the expo. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who's watched enough of it to care. Uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield. Uh, Jared's I watched all I, of it. Yeah, I, I watched most of it. Oh, okay. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched most of it. Um, I. Man, this is this is a roller coaster of one for me personally. Because it just goes ups and up and it down, has, it up has and down. High ups and it has low lows. Oh wait, hold on. What? Uh, the list breaks is it breaks it up in a in an odd way. Uh huh. Because it's going season one episodes one through seven, then oh into the pre, next one. pre pre Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, pre Thor: The Dark World. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, because uh, it does because because Sith does, does show in. up. Yeah, uh, if we're doing the, the the first few episodes, I'd put that at like a D. Um, like the well the M- the MCU chronological list we're working on. Yeah, b- breaks it up that way. Uh, the MCU tier list maker that we're using does not. So I think it's just listing. Uh, it has two lists, three, four. Oh no! It's it's got every single season. Okay. Separated, okay. So yeah. So, ju- so yeah. So just season one then. Just season one. Uh, all in all, I'd give season one like a C. Uh, had, like, like I said, it had some pretty low. Yeah. Shit. So that that because that goes up to. More, um, uh, that goes past Winter Soldier. Yeah. That, yeah. And that reveal, like in Agents of Shield, that, when, that when is a hell of a mid. That has even hell of a mid-season bump. When Hydra actually does yeah. reveal themselves, that that shit changes so much in that show, um, especially with Ward being so like Ward Ward like might be in my top ten MCU characters. I liked him so much. Uh, so we're saying uh, Angel Shield. I, I'd go see. See, I couldn't I couldn't argue it for that first season. Uh, then Thor: The Dark World. I mean, it's a D D. Like, it would be worse, but Tom Hiddleston is just so, like, he performs his ass off in this movie. I mean, because he thought Loki was dead. <clears throat> like, like it's funny, because, like, uh, it wasn't until, like, they brought him back for some reshoots that they, like, did the, that Odin reveal at the end. No, he thought Loki had died in that movie, and so he performs it like he's dead. So anyone that kind of watched the movie is like... Loki's not. You can tell it's a trick. Like no, Tom Hiddleston was like not selling uh, Loki's being a tricky bitch. Yeah. All right. Uh, after that, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I mean, a, for me, this is S. Or S. Yeah, I was gonna say A at least S. I love that movie. Yeah, this, they, this is an S. Like what? It's gonna it's gonna take a donkey shit over all of our credibility if we rank it less. Uh, I mean, it's, it's got to be an ass. like another movie that I went and saw multiple times in theaters. I didn't see it multiple times in theater, but I definitely saw it multiple times after it after it came to home. Yeah, 
Um, it is still a movie that I, if I'm walking through the house and, I, and it's on, I'm going to stop and probably watch the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, we watch a lot of Stuntman Act. It's also a movie that they break down a lot for just being amazingly well choreographed. Yeah. Like, I, I love that, that movie. All right. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. One. I I would give this movie an S. I would, I would give it a. To me, it's a solid. It's a solid A, and most of that is for the soundtrack for me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say an A too. Like, I, I don't argue anybody, but um, uh, friend of the show Corey once described it as like uh, as our modern Star Wars because it came out like just after um, Force Awakens. And Force Awakens being kind of the mixed bag it was because it had so much like will things pay off in the future, it was like no this this was our Star Wars and I I've often kind of thought that about the original Guardians, all right. But I can't argue with somebody putting it today. Yeah, uh, Guardians two. Wow, they are literally the just back to back chronological. They are. <laughs> yep. I actually thought Guardians took place earlier in the timeline because of the group growth, but uh, oh, but oh. they don't really give you a good like idea of yeah. takes place. Um, for me that for me this is this is probably a D. Really? I, I really did not like the 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 overall story. I I never I've never liked the Star-Lord and Gamora romance. I hate I did not like Ego. Like the the just overall story I never liked. To me the like the what saved it the individual performances like, you know, Batista as Drax, I thought was I thought was kind of fun. Uh, Mantis, I thought was fun. Like a lot of the individual characters, but the overall story they were telling, I didn't really jive with. Um, you know, oh, I'd give this movie an A. I, I, um, for me, it's like I was gonna say B, just because like I love um, Kurt. Wait, not Kurt Russell. Is it Kurt Russell? It's Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell as Eagle. Like his just performance. But, like, his overall villain's plan is kind of meh. But, like, the rest of actually seeing them in this movie... Because the first movie, that's, yeah, them learning to become a family and all that. In a lot of movies where you have that, like, disparate group of people coming together, the them they don't feel like they earn it. Like, you know, the Suicide Squad movies. They never feel like they earn that. The you first trying to tell me we're some kind of movie. Suicide Squad? Yeah, the first Suicide Squad. <laughs> the sec- the Suicide Squad, I more believe it. Ooh. Yeah, sorry. That was a bit... But Guardians 1 definitely felt like they earned it. And the problem that that dynamic has in almost every film into sequel is it's the second movie and they're like, and now the family's tearing itself apart because they just can't come together again. And it's like, no, they still have that family dynamic here. They're still all close and care about each other and love each other. They're just, now that it's the day-to-day living, hey, it's... It's hard to live with people. Like you can be best friends with someone in the world and still have a hard time being roommates. They that Jared, dynamic... Jared's sitting right here, Ryan. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fine. We were talking about someone else with a very lolly centered manga collection. <laughs> but that was just needlessly hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> but like this movie, not to me, like to the to the person in question. Like, this movie does, like, and why it ranks so high for me, even though, like, I will agree, the overall, like, villainous plot's kind of eh, is that just, it's fun watching these people be together in the movie. Like, and so, they're also, but they're also apart for most of the movie. No, they are, but they're still, like, 
Like they're only they're really only together in the very beginning of the movie when they're fighting the big random monster for the golden people. Um then oh. like as soon as after that happens is Drax and Mantis to, together for a mm-hmm. bunch of it, then is and Gamora doing her shit with her sister, Star Lord's with his dad, and uh Groot and Rocket are with Yondu. I mean, that's about a third of the movie where they're not together, because at the very beginning, and then, like, the whole third act, they're all together. You mean, like, the you mean like the big finale? Yeah. When they're all fighting uh, Ego? Yeah. Yeah, that's not that long. Oh, no. I don't remember. I remember, it's a two-hour movie. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I would argue that a lot of this is paying off in ways that, like, might not be obvious at first, but... Like I mean, if your I, takeaway isn't that it pays off, then I, I'm definitely not. Yeah, gonna I mean, you. I think I think the I think we'll, I think we we'll probably take the median take for yeah. for this, and that that would be a B. Um, yeah, like so, I can definitely see why you put it down low, but it's just yeah, like. All right, moving on from Guardians, uh, Daredevil season one. I mean, that hallway. I was about to say, like... Uh, but, uh, and I know it's... It's not fair to the show, but at this point, I, like... I I almost resent that hallway fight. Because now, everyone thinks they have to do long hallway one... Or long oneers like that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that the, they're... I, I mean, could, every I show, every show will have like a, uh, like even even the newer like Disney Plus shows, like you can find people who will say something like, "Oh, this is their hallway fight." Yeah, yeah, but I'll say that that makes the first one that much more iconic. Yeah, um, and honestly, people trying to achieve greatness uh, shouldn't be yeah, distracted. Yeah, it's because this. those are because even because those the, the the this is the hallway fight of Hawkeye. Those are still pretty awesome scenes, typically. Because even because I would also even the even the hallway fight in Daredevil, it was also like them. I won't say aping, but definitely paying homage to Old Boy. Yeah. No, no, Daredevil was just straight paying homage and aping Old Boy. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that was a more interesting thing. But it's just now it's just like how Jared, like you said, like uh, the Force Awakens trailer is kind of ruined trailers. For you, because everyone does that thing now. Not for me. This is like this is this well, is not just my opinion, but yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like for me, it's just there's because Warners are really impressive when the scene is served by it. But well, when also you're not, I would say not all directors are good at doing one. Yeah, and a lot of places just like to do a Warner and be like, yeah, see, that was impressive because it was a Warner, and it's like, okay, yeah, but I know enough about Warners now to know that wasn't a Warner. That was just had a bunch of hidden cuts, and it said, "It's a weird bias incident, but also it's been so long since I've seen the first season." I mean, I would give it a, I would give it a straight up A. I love the first season. My only gripe with it is it takes it takes Matt a little long to get into the suit, which is like which a was a long. big it's selling, the whole season, which was a big he's, selling point on the season. In, he's in the suit. He's in the suit the whole time. Are you playing with me? No, he's in the suit. The that the all black suit. No, no the, the Daredevil, Daredevil suit. suit. All right, Daredevil's had many suits, but the the black ha- the black suit that it, that is literally his suit from the Man Without Fear run. Yes, but the the red devil with the horns like That's they advertise that Daredevil's 
suit. Yeah, like they, they advertised that suit. Matt Murdock, for most of that show, was wearing just, you know, a fucking Henley. Because I wear Henleys. I know what a Henley looks like. Some black sweatpants. And then whatever shirt he grabbed from his closet that he assumed was black, because his entire wardrobe is black except for his dress clothes, and just tying that shit around his face. Well, yeah, because Matt heard uh, Steve Harvey's five suit rant. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, like I said, like, they advertised this. I don't know if you remember that at the time, but, like, the, the, the suit was all over the advertising for it. It's even in the opening with all the, the wax melting. Like, it, it the, the final shot of for the Daredevil Logan is the red horse. Yes, Daredevil logo. He said Logan. Uh, well, logo. Yeah, the logo. Yeah, no. Whatever. But well, the the um, the that the shot you're talking about. Yeah, they put it was like devil horns on the Lady Liberty, not Lady Liberty, um, Justice statue that they that there were some of the melting wa- wax. Probably about like the actual logo for those. Shows. Yeah, the actual logo when it shows it. The last shot is him and the horns. It's still melted wax, but it's still the daredevil thing. That was actually a big point of contention when it came out, was people like, yeah, people when the fuck like, is he going to get his suit? suit? And you're yeah. like, oh, the last yeah. episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll grant that, but for me, that I, I don't, that wasn't a detraction. Oh, yeah. detraction for it me. was for me. Like, for me, the detraction was, uh, why won't why can't they say Avengers? Why do they you know, have to say the, the, the big the, incident. The, the, the big The big green guy and Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Why, why do they have to say, oh, if he had a metal suit or a magic hammer, maybe there'd be an excuse. Why can't you just say Iron Man and Thor? No, yeah, like, to me, the suit thing was big, was a bigger issue because I don't like in any superhero movie, especially because by the time Daredevil came out, we are in a Marvel world. You can put on the goofiest costume and just have the full costume and it be in there. Yeah, but and, I'll, I'll say like Daredevil's the only person that ever committed to that. Iron Fist was never in in his outfit. Uh, Je- Jessica Jones and and Luke Cage were in their Iron Fist with were in their outfits for one scene to make fun of it. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to give bonus points to Daredevil because they did a thing I like. I don't like the least. It's still a thing I don't like. Um, yeah. like I said. For me personally, it, I, I didn't mean for it to drag on this long. It was just like, a, hey, I remember that being a big thing at the time when I watched it. I haven't gone back and rewatched it since then. I just remember that being a thing. It was well, like... I watched season one at least twice. Um, and so... But I, I do enjoy the season a lot. I just remember I just remember it being on the back of my mind like, Jesus Christ, when did they fucking get in the suit? Like, I also, also, like, Daredevil was like the first time I ever Netflix binged a show. Um, like, it came out on a Friday. I did nothing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday but watch Daredevil and sleep and somewhere along those on the way I ate. Yeah. How I'm alive, I have no idea. But like I said, for me it's a, for me it's still a solid A. I, I love season one of Daredevil. Yeah, I'll put it in there. Alright. A. Uh after that, Jessica Jones. I'd also put that in an A. I would also put it in an A. Yeah. Like I Jessica, Jessica Jones does some, does some heavy lifting, brother. i and here's the thing. I've never been into finished Jessica Jones, but that's only because, like, we're in, like, the last several episodes, and me and Molly have had to stop just because something came up. Like, it was something, like, serious, like, maybe, like, health issues, hospitals or something, and we had to go back, like, a month or two later, trying to be like, all right, let's go back an episode or two, because, you know, Sarah's memory's so bad, so we can rewatch it and catch, and Jessica Jones is a heavy, dense, serious show yeah that is hard to jump into the middle to and just be like and we're back in these oh we are not back in these emotions i've been watching star wars cartoons and now we're back in rape allegory the show 
So uh, they actually say it. Yeah. No, no. The whole show is just still rape allegory of the show in every possible way, and also just flat saying it. Jessica Jones is beautifully well done, and Kristen Ritter is the most like I have never seen someone with resting bitch face have such a range of resting bitch face. <laughs> to just have a whole wellspring of emotions with one resting bitch face. So kudos to her for that acting. Yeah. Um, also, I, I would I would say it's, it, gave, it gave me probably my favorite uh, Luke Cage fight scene of that Netflix era short of uh, Iron Fist Season 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Yeah. actually, we might need to put um, Jessica Jones up to S-Rank because th- that was the first chance I got to see Mike Cole torn naked and fucking. And I got to say, that was a... That was an experience. <laughs> y'all laugh and see y'all smile. Y'all know the truth. No, Mike no, Holder is a very good looking man. Mike Holder can get it. Yeah. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> uh, see. Uh, see. Yeah, we just did. We just did Jessica Jones. Uh, after that is uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, how the mighty <sighs> have fallen. <laughs> this was. One one is 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 the is the towards the is the twilight of the of the Whedon era of Marvel. It is probably also Whedon at his most exhausted. Yeah. Um, and, and exhausting. And, and exhausting. Yes. Yeah. And it and it pro and it was also probably the first, the first time people had genuinely started to complain about the amount of needless CGI. In the in the MCU, what else? This is the first time a new MCU movie came out that honestly people complained about. Up until then, every movie came out, people were like, "Yeah, that's probably like really like still hype for it." But this is the first time the public as a whole was kind of like, "It was." It's, it's, it's probably the first time that the most that the wide majority take is is good. Asterisk, yeah, yes. has some issues. Yeah. Um. Uh. I still there's a lot that I like in this movie. Yes, there's a that, lot that I don't like. There's a lot that I do like. Oh no, I was gonna say this movie's biggest problem isn't that like it's not bad all the way or anything like that. The problem is this movie is like five minutes of great, five minutes, five minutes of great. Yeah, five what, minutes like of, when it's good, it's really good. Oh yeah, I I would honestly honestly still give this movie a B because that, that's where I was thinking because yeah. because. Once again, when you have these ma- all the major actors assembled, that still makes for an experience. Even if you have some things like, hey, the way they treat Black Widow in this movie is not exactly the best. And well, like, uh, for example, when I mentioned like I mean, Avengers, it having- could be worse. I remember when she was introduced in Iron Man Two, and Tony points points at the new secretary and goes, "I want, I want one. one." Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because Tony's an, a bad person. Like this movie. It's kind of like I was saying with Avengers of like you have this beautiful build up to seeing this team and then Avengers Age of Ultron opens up with one of my favorite just segments of action in the entire Marvel Universe. If not my favorite opening of the universe of just them on that random mission and wherever the fuck they're at. Oh uh, yeah, to get the Loki Pokey stick. Yeah, so like when they're just like and do the like shot where they're all dashing and it just freezes for half a second to see all the Avengers on the splash page moving and keeps going. Yeah. That is amazing. At the very end, when they are just all in a room fighting an army of Ultrons flying in as it spins around, last amazing shooting. Yeah, yeah, but but it, it, has, it, but it was also like that scene where it's spinning around them and it's and it's and and all the action is going 
was one of the ones where I, on the second go through, it kind of fell apart for me. Because uh. I was like, okay, not only is nothing here happening, because it's all, that was entirely CG scene. Uh, to me, that was also one of the most, um, man, Captain America did a lot of needless flips in that fight. Well, when you can, when you put everything in in post, uh, uh, he's dodging. <laughs> well, no, well, Chris Evans wasn't doing it. That was a CG model. Uh, he's doing some of that. Yeah, I've just, I've seen lots of things of like them some, like juggling some, the hammer. <laughs> some, some some of it, yes, but like there's there is a there's a point where he does like a backflip spin into a downward shield bash on an Ultron drone. Yeah, I'm like I, I was about. That, that was really unnecessary. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. It had great character elements that honestly kind of to me this movie um is gonna be we're say is kind of aged like the prequels. <laughs> Started out bad, but then like as people have gone back and like later properties have played off on moments from this movie, I think it's worked better. Um and this is just this is a, a, a complete aside, but I will say this. There's a guy on TikTok who all he does is chop wood. And my wife is extremely unimpressed by him. He has one of the thirstiest fan bases I've ever seen. My wife is completely. She was like, "Yeah, if he can do it with his bare hands, Captain America style, then I'll, uh, then he'll do something." Uh, he for did me. a video of doing. He it. did it one day, but but it wasn't. It, it still didn't do anything like like Chris Evans just. just goo. Yeah. I would also I would also point uh, Captain America can throw a motorcycle through a tank. Maybe curb <laughs> your expectations, bitch. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. think she has to. Once you, once it's been seen, it can be done. Not in fact true. <laughs> Do not. I believe tr- that a man can fly. Do not try anything you see in a Marvel movie at home, kids. You cannot do that. You have no wires attached to you. Uh, see. Uh, after that is uh, Daredevil season two. Never seen it. Woo, buddy! Boy, is the first half of that great. Yep. Uh, once again, if anybody wants to support us on like, because uh, I don't know if, if we got any feedback about the the, the idea for the hot takes, but uh, I got a whole fucking daredevil rant for you if you ever wanted to, uh, for season two about how they misbalanced that the that that show. Ultimately, man, uh, the first half of that season is so good. I think the second half isn't bad; it's mostly just boring. To like, me, personally, who, who would have thought Ninja Death Cult would be the most boring shit? You could ever, you, like, you could ever put on screen. Like it still has a lot of like good character drama and stuff like that in it. It's just, it's just after the uh, after the Punisher stuff, it just doesn't hold any of the gravitas. Yeah, because it's also like, oh, I mean, I, I'm not getting into the whole any into it, but ultimately, I'm gonna say, I, I want to give it a a low B, uh, high C, uh, but B feels too high and C feels too low. Like for me, like. The, I I we get I gave season I gave we gave season one an A. Yeah. I probably like the Punisher stuff more than the more than the stuff in season one. Yeah, no, but for sure. I hate the Electra stuff and the hand stuff way more than I like the stuff in season <laughs> two. Yeah. Uh, so for to me that kind of drags it down to a C. Um, like. And it, which I, I, it's a high C for me. Like I but, said, it was a high C or a low B. C, yeah. C feels too low, B feels too high. So like, I don't think it, to me, I don't think it's earned B. Okay. Yeah. Like, we, I we, haven't we seen it. See. The yeah. only reason I didn't watch it 
was because, hey, we never finished Jessica Jones. And yeah. we just were like, no, we're going to get into them. We need to watch all these shows. They build on each other. And just could never get back into them all. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, also, like, you know, the, you know, everyone, you know, they talk about Charlie Cox and talk about John Bernthal. I would say there's a, a not enough can be said for uh, Kingpin. Oh, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was actually one of the highest high points. Is uh is when they have a meeting at the near the end of season two, like that scene of itself, I would be like is all is is a contender for like the Frank and uh, Matt scene uh, on the with the chain on yeah. the rooftop, yeah. Um, God, but it's like one scene in like five episodes. Yeah, to like whereas Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin does not have a dead scene. He no. does not have a scene where I am not in any way invest in, in at least in some way invested in what's going on. Yeah, for sure. But um, so moving on from there, uh, Ant Man. Ant Man. That's a C. Ant Man one. That's a C. I put a B. I love that like, movie. Like, I pe- people put it in like the middling part of it, and I'm like, I think it's better than middling, but not by a like, ton. Like to me, I would put it as C, but I don't think C is bad. It's just yeah, average. Well, that's what I'm saying like a lot of people call call this the average movie. I actually think it's a little bit better than the average fare, but like not so much that I think in, with how we're scaling this, it would make it up to B. Yeah. So so C, so, I'm fine so, with. I put it at B just because it's a lot of fun, and in more than a lot of the Marvel movies, it is something that you can just put on while you're cleaning, cooking, washing something that, and just laugh because you don't have to be watching a lot of it to still get a lot of the entertainment of it. Marvel movies are a very visual medium. Yeah. And, like, so, you know, if I'm watching The Winter Soldier, there's a lot of that that if I'm not, like, actively looking right at the screen, I'm going to be missing out on. A lot of Ant-Man just listening to comedy, and that's good, but it's also not a full comedy. Yeah. And also Yellow Jack is just weak. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, see... One of the most memeable Marvel movies, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, Louise is like... Oh, no. I mean that little girl with the rabbit. I sent my wife a TikTok today, and it was like, how did your wife pick you? And she's looking at her going, oh, he's so So ugly. ugly. I I love him. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Uh, See, after that, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. uh, Season 2. Uh, this for me was like the high point of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, this is when we had all of the crazy chicanery of like, this is where like everything was falling out. We also had the buildup of, this was like when S.H.I.E.L.D. still was kind of trying to exist after the fallout of Winter Soldier. Uh, and it pays off, uh, Agents of Ultron, which is why I'm like, this took place before Agents of Ultron. The, uh, the final scene of it is them getting the, uh, that Quinjet that they they evacuate uh, Sokovia on. Because, <laughs> like, that was Coulson's plan the entire time. Uh, I did watch season two. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'd agree with you, C. I said A for oh, this is the bad. high point, but if you, don't, if you don't remember it very well, that, that's fine. But, like, this was, like, when, like, all of the spy yeah. shit was the most. This is, like, when, when Ward was, like... Uh, also, a fucking villain. I, I would I would point out. I'm sorry if it if it seems like I'm kind of phasing in and out. The tear maker. 
I'm trying to identify the uh, shows by thumbnail. Yeah. And they do. They are not labeled season one or season two. They did not take the 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 the, the, the Blu-ray box and put that. Yeah. So you know, to so you tell me, Jared, which of these is season two? Fair enough. I have no idea. Fair enough. Like you know, I'm pretty sure Mac came around in season three. So that's that's what I'm that's where I'm going off of there. Uh, Mac comes in in season two, I want to say, but he could have come in, in season three. Yeah, I think he was still like a, I think he was introduced more of a background yeah. character in season two. Yeah, I think he was introduced in season two, and then when did they bring in his dad? Who? His dad? Who's dad? It's a pun he's gonna make. You, you tell you me, tell me, they never introduced Mac's daddy. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. It's a pun. I knew. Uh, had to hurt Von somewhere. Well, the, no, the reason the, the uh, that was season two, season two was uh, Inhumans, right? It's Inhumans, yeah. Yeah, that was also the that was the point where uh, they were kind of doing what The Walking Dead Dead did, uh, introducing a black person and killing off the old one. And Mac is the last one where they did that. Yeah, um, the one they did before that was the grandson of. Uh, the Howling Commando played by Derek Luke in uh, Captain America First Avenger. Yeah. Like I said, for me, this was like, this was, I liked the Inhuman stuff, like, even though it doesn't really get to pay off like it should. I thought it was better in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. than in Inhumans. Well, that's because Inhumans the, the, a... pro- the problem I had with it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was this is an X-Men story. This was, this yes, was the height a, of... A thousand percent. Yeah, this, this was uh, the height of, you know... Oh, we don't have X Men, so we're just gonna make the Inhumans the X Men. Yeah, this is when Sky gets to become Daisy. This is when uh, uh, and Slash Quake. Um, like I said, like this is like season two for me was like one of the highest points in the series. Uh, like season two and season three kind of together, but um, so you you said you said A. Hard. I say A. Um. Oh, and Mac is a definitely a main character because of uh, uh, Col- he cuts off Colson's hand at the end of the season. Yeah, but he, he, when he's introduced, he's not as he's. I don't know. I don't know if they always meant Mac to be as prominent as he became. Yeah, because like eventually he runs Shield. Yeah, in season three, he he is the head of Shield. Yeah, because uh, Coulson takes a step back after he gets, after Mac cuts his goddamn hand off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then Coulson comes back with a robot hand and a laser shield. Yes, like I said, two and three are the high points. Like th- those are the A seasons for me. Um, I think three is. Three we might as well also put in there. Yeah. Four is when they introduce the magic stuff. Uh, it's when they get the dark hold and the... Uh, is that the Ghost Rider season? It's the Ghost Rider season. Wait, like they get like the dark hold, dark hold? They get like a version of it. It oh. ends up being like not a real blah, 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 blah. blah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, that is not the one because that is space shit and I know that's towards the end. Uh, magic, magic, magic. Season, you said season three is a Ghost Rider? Season, oh, no, season four is Ghost Rider. Oh. Season four is Ghost Rider. I, I, I said that's where it starts to fall off a lot. And then season five is like when it's all in the virtual reality shit. Oh, balls. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to put one up. I'm just going to put one there. Uh, so season three, uh, placeholder. Um, you can clean the image up later. Yeah. It's um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. It doesn't matter so you, anymore. You were, you were saying it's lower than season one? No, higher. Like, like, uh, what, like, what was your letter ranking for three? Um, for me, two and three uh, are both A's, um, and then season four is probably where, like... Oh, wait, like, no. Did, wait, did I even see season three? It might go into haven't watched. 
if if you saw all the stuff where Mac was the leader of Shield, that's season three. Okay. And then season four is the Ghost Rider stuff, which if you've seen that, I have not seen that. You can, okay, then that then that's when it'll have to drop off because I've seen that. And then season five is when it goes into virtual reality shit, and we get the life model decoy stuff. Okay, so you were so season three was better than season one for you. Yeah, season three and season two are, are the are the tits. Okay, um, so I'll put them both at A immediately. I saw them. I don't. I didn't re- retain shit. Um, you just uh, remember that you liked Mac. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, so I'm gonna put the rest of Agents of Shield and uh, haven't watched. watched. Um, and that's just that's just me being tidy. Um, yeah, go ahead, do it. Uh, after that, uh, Luke Cage, season one. I ain't seen it. Damn, was that good? Damn, is it good? Um, we discussed. Did we discuss this last week on camera? Or we were we just back down here just jacking off Luke Cage. I don't even remember. It could have been, could have been some of oh, A, Mike. could have been some of B. Well, yeah, I'll jack up Michael Tor. But uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't make S tier. I it want doesn't. it to. It I doesn't. want it to make S tier. Does it? Doesn't make A doesn't. though. I think it makes A. I think um, I for one, it's one of the only Netflix shows that that truly embraces weird science fiction. The yeah. shellfish stuff is. Just weird. Oh, oh, Luke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke's how Luke's, Luke's, yeah, how Luke works. Uh, uh, that fucking boxing shit. Like when you like the, the prison episodes. God, like Luke Cage is good. Yeah, like I, I, I yeah, I think uh, Luke Cage a. Like it gets a little goofy at the end of it, but once again, it's only because like it, it has a weird tonal shift. Yeah, but if, you're, if you the, can make the ride, the it's only, a good ride. Yeah, the only my only argument against it being a was like it does. There's a huge, there's a big lull in the middle of Luke Cage. It's when it's making that tone shift. Yeah, like it. it, it to, Luke Cage was the was the the point where people started to complain that the Netflix shows were too long. Were too long. Yeah, because it's like, well, because Luke re- uh, refuses to call the hero for so long. But that's when all like the crime shit. That's when they're doing the, all the Cottonmouth yeah. stuff. And then and then there's Cottonmouth, a dip. You know, Cottonmouth dies. Yeah, and it becomes the, and they have to then build up Black Maria from the from the bottom. Uh, and uh, Diamondback. Yeah. Um, and from there, but that's when it, like that's when it starts going to like, oh, Luke can be hurt now, and so they have to like start going to this hard sci-fi stuff, uh, where you even have like the shot of him in the old '70s outfit because he like ha- accidentally cobbled it together off of like a clothesline. Yeah. Um, and, and it's and we we get we get to see gets, Luke, we get to see Luke in the in, the, in his Luke as he looked in the comics that made him famous. And he goes, you look like a damn fool. And that is the last time we ever see him in those clothes. Yeah. And, uh, but like, it's goofier. Like, we have like, like, cause Diamondback gets like hammer tech and stuff like that. So all of this like, kind of realistic, like, th- like, like street level shit, like with just like the bulletproof black man goes away to being a little bit more of an actual like heightened, heightened reality, you know, uh, superhero show. And like I said, like that that dip in the middle is where it gets weird. But I still think if you can make that jump, um, it's a great ride. Yeah, I, I I would I would say I would say A for Luke Cage. Okay. Yeah, I, I think we're we're quibbling at that point. Uh, see, Morgan mm-hmm. Shield. We already we've already settled in the Shield. Uh, Captain America: Civil War. Mm. Oh, how how much how much of this is just going to be discussed in the airport scene? Look, I love that whole fucking movie. Well, yeah, I, I like most of. Wait, hold on. Uh, 
Yeah, I like most of that movie. Uh, Ryan's about to probably get on some uh, some Tony snapping at Bucky shit. No, fuck Tony in that movie. I don't, I don't, I don't hate Tony the way Ryan does. Like, and I've I've settled down on in this movie in particularly, but also like this is a movie that has only raised up in quality to me over time. Once again, oh, okay. as we've seen more of like stuff interact and the small details of it and the stuff they added. And, like, the small character seeing, details. Seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff helps a lot. Yeah, and, like, or even just, like, the behind, like, the character stuff that's, like, small details we didn't notice. Like, the fact that Robert Downey Jr. put into Tony's thing that he practices Wing Chun and uses Wing Chun techniques. And in that movie, when, you know... Uh, yeah, it's because uh, Robert Downey Jr. actually just no, knows know. martial arts. <laughs> yeah, and, like, so when he's fighting Winter Soldier, he's using Wing Chun techniques to fight. I'm like, oh, that's a cool thing. Or, you know... When they're all arguing the Sokovia Accords, people pointed out, Steve's the only one actually trying to read them. Because, you know, like, maybe if they took the time to read them, they'd have learned about the super secret out in the middle of the ocean prison where we can just lock people away forever. <laughs> or, or you know, just, you know, learned with five seconds of scrutiny that the Sokovia Accords are not enforceable. Um, ultimately, um... This one's like probably the most comic booky popcorn movie to me, because um, a lot of the stuff, I, I there's there's it's still a hard like, jump to, to make with to some of the Captain America like some of the logic behind the Sokovia Accord stuff like well feels, yeah but like also yeah. like this movie this movie brought it it brought in Black Panther it brought in Spider Man but that's the stuff that's hard to argue about uh so that's why it's not an S for me like I know a lot of people no, no. like put this real real high I wouldn't put it as an S. Because of the issues it does have, yeah, I wouldn't say. But yes. it is right I'd, I'd, up there with it. I'd, I'd, I'd give it an A. Yeah, I'd no, it's a high a, a for me. Yeah, like I said, there's just too many. This and for, movie. And for anyone who's listening, Baron Zemo is a great villain in this movie <laughs> because he's you know he actually has a plan that he's going through. Yeah, not like the Joker. <laughs> oh no! Like like Zemo at after Civil War, Zemo was my favorite MCU villain, like by a wide margin. Yeah, and also I'd like to state from this point, because I know a bunch of people are like, yeah, well, I'm glad they didn't put him in the sock. He just looked stupid. He's in the sock in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And he looked good. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only problem with, with, with him and Falcon and Winter Soldier was the, you know, the dance club scene. Oh, everyone knew that was bad, and they shouldn't have done it. Yeah. No, apparently people liked it because they made an hour-long cut. Well, it was a, it was, it was it was a, a joke. It was a joke. It's like an yeah. irony thing, yeah. Yeah, no. Winter Soldier, nothing. Was there, Civil War... No other movie do I just wa- want to be like, yeah, I want to watch some of the fucking action scenes from that. Yeah. I will watch fucking um, Falcon just scissor kick people <laughs> on loop for eight hours straight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, uh, after that, uh, Black Widow. <sighs> B. B? B? You, you don't ever remember... You 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 take that this B Patrick that you have now. Go back to July of last year and re-listen to, to the uh, to the podcast as you die on uh, on Mike. Yeah, like man, yeah. you've you've yeah. time Ta- has kind of... Ta- time time makes time makes fools of us all. I <laughs> I, mean, I was a bit raw coming out of that. Uh, uh, like what? Like am I still angry about Black Widow? No, and all like keep in mind these tier lists. I can't go back in time and, you know, become myself from the Black Widow review. Yeah. I kind of have to be myself now. Also, me now, I'm not that angry about Black Widow. I also, this, 
talking about Black Widow now in the context of moving forward at all the movies chronologically and when we've actually had some stuff after Black Widow and it's not the thing we've been wanting and craving for over a year because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. It definitely does, parents. But even then, I would still give Black Widow a C. C. Yeah. 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 I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. It was a low B for me. Yeah, like it's it's got a lot of cool stuff, but a lot of it still just doesn't pay off yet. Yeah. The best part of that movie was Rachel Weisz and that skin-tight outfit. <laughs> best part of that movie is Yelena. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to also going to say Yelena. Y'all yeah. clearly do not appreciate the majesty that is Evie from The Mummy. It's alright. Yeah, I, it's alright. I was, I was watching Mummy for O'Connell. Look, no, I was watching Mummy. The Mummy is 100% not, accepted. Not, that's the not, bisexual that's awakening that's, movie. That's not that's yeah. not me saying I was anyway thirsty for O'Connell. I actually thought O'Connell was cool. Oh no, you're wrong. You were thirsty for O'Connell. No, I, Everyone's I, I, thirsty I wasn't, for O'Connell. I, I wasn't. I the, of of the rainbow spectrum that is that is the host of this podcast. I know where I where I sit. Look, everyone in that movie can get it. <laughs> Even that dude who gets the beetle. He's a lonely man. Throw him a bone. Speaking speaking of a, of a not mo- Benny though. Fuck Benny. Speaking of a movie where everyone can get it. Black Panther. No, no. <laughs> who, who, who doesn't get it, Ryan? Nobody wants to fuck Andy Serkis. I, dude, <laughs> you put Andy Serkis in the skin tight he, he is living off residual can get itness from everyone else in that movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bilbo? No. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you? Do you not understand women, Ryan, that you would not say that, that you would say that about him? About yeah, Martin I don't, Freeman? I don't care about women's opinions. Oh, okay. I cared about women's opinions, Jared. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. That movie is... God damn, that movie's good. I mean, I... I mean, it's all... The thing is, this... I, I want to give an S rank, I but you have to fucking... The passy CGI. God damn it. CGI. No, even... It's like writing, acting, sound, everything else is S. The CGI <laughs> movie's great. For that Except one the scene. end, and the thing is, it it's so bad that even, and this is you know thing like, definitely people in the industry know when they've made issues or had it, but you know, you get a bunch of Marvel actors and people like in a room and interviewing them, like, what do you think would be the worst Marvel movie? They will very politely dip and dodge and yeah, those questions. But even once again, I keep going back to it, stuff and react. Even the people involved in Black Panther critiqued the shit out of that scene and said, "No, they. This is how we would have made it better." That like, hard yeah. and even like the action people, they know that is a scene they dropped the ball on because at that point, Marvel kind of demanded a big over the top fight and it just does but, not work. But I will say that CGI being what it is, S rank doesn't mean perf doesn't necessarily mean perfect. It doesn't necessarily mean masterpiece. It's just what we think would be an S rank movie, and I. I can't say that the, that the CGI ruined the movie. It no. looks goofy as fuck, but like if you take everything else in that movie, and that fight's not even a bad fight. It just looks bad. It just looks like a PS2 graphic fight. And I love me some Devil May Cry, and that's all PS2 <laughs> graphic fights, guys. Um, and uh, I I still oh yes yeah, would would would, I, would I, go S rank. I would, I would, I would say, I would say. It's also a movie I saw more than once in theaters. Did I? See, did I see Black Panther more than once? I saw it twice. I don't. Yes, I did. I did. 
Um, I would say, I would say yes. It's also the only one that it's also the only MCU, MCU movie that ever got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, Here's and the, like not a technical Oscar, like an actual Oscar. <laughs> yeah, like Best Picture. Here's the thing. I actually do hate that final fight. I do think it is bad. I have never, and I've watched Black Panther a lot. Every single time that fight comes on, I have zoned out. I zoned out in the theater. I zoned out at home. It's what I used to go like, get snacks. Like that that point in the movie, I'm that is to me it is the break between the other big climax of the movie, the big you know coup d'état you know uh, of the the border tribe against everyone else. Yeah, you know I'm I'm more into it for that. I mean technically it's not a coup d'état. T'Challa and them were doing the coup d'état, technically. Yeah. Yeah, me, that, I said coup d'état. Oh, no, so I thought you said the coup d'état of the border tribe. No, the, well, the border tribe was the only united front. Like, <laughs> I, if I if I try to say half half the Dora Milaje and uh, the, the, the ape tribe and whoever else showed up, plus that one guy, that one FBI... That one broken white boy that you we mean, sent Shuri to fix? Wait, they're not Bear Trap. They're Umbaku in his entourage. I believe that's their <laughs> official translation. <laughs> like, you know, Umbaku and the Umbakus. Who would have thought that Umbaku would become the, like, just greatest object of desire out of that whole movie? Because bitches I mean, be is, thirsty. I mean... The character Umbaku, that was the MCU is definitely the one of the biggest glow ups for a character for that. From yes. the, a from a honestly just racist uh character of Marvel's history. Uh, you know, going from being the the mighty man ape to Umbaku was a hell of a I thought he was the up. great white ape. No, he was the mighty, the mighty man, man ape. ape. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he well, was draped in a white uh ape skin. So that might be why you why you why you talking about talk thinking about See, the in my head when I think of the old Umbaku costume I think of it like you know uh, Spider Man's the Grizzly costume where it's just a giant grown man and like a stuffed animal like a stuffed yeah. ape costume. So what Ryan is saying though is that his white boy opinion is not going to allow this movie to achieve the greatness it deserves in S rank. That's and he's bringing once, us down. Once, to once again, black excellent drugged <laughs> down Dumbo. by the white mediocrity. The, yep, by the uh, by the by these moon demons. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we gotta do something to fight the night skins. But no, it's I. I do think yeah. Look, no Black Panther would still be S. I just to me S does kind of equal just perfection. Oh, but none of the movies we've listed as S have, have we, like, even like, even like Avengers, we were still like, yeah, there's okay, a lot no, of flaws no. to it. Yeah. No, no, sorry, it was when you mentioned, like, the S doesn't have to be perfect. I'm like, well, it kind of does, because not say, but no, yeah. No. Yeah. Black Panther just got back. Someone just go back and edit that fight. Yeah, like, I, to, to me, an, to me an, an S rank on this doesn't necessarily mean perfection, but I think S is probably the best I can logically expect from the MCU. Yeah. Um, true, Jake, we won't have true perfection because we didn't put the David Hasselhoff Nick Fury on here. That's not in this in this uh, multiverse. Sorry, um, or it has not ha, has not been introduced in this multiverse yet. I agree that it should be. Mm. All right, um, <laughs> uh, after this, Iron Fist season one. Never saw it. Uh, F. F. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, look, man, I I. I probably would have given it a D, 
to a low C before I found out how bad Finn Jones was fucking everybody. Yeah, Iron Fist. The more I've learned about Iron Fist, the more sour I've become. Iron, Iron Fist, I I actively did not like. No, no. It, it, I, I, I didn't like the story they were telling. I didn't like the portrayals of, of really any of the characters. Iron Fist is probably the reason the Netflix shows died. Oh, Ward was actually the only great character. And, like, cause, and that's only because at one point, like, when Ward finds out that there's cameras all over his office and his dad is watching him, he just starts flipping off the air as yeah. he sinks into his chair. It's one of the funniest scenes in the MCU, period. Yeah, and um, and uh, but also... <laughs> For I, a nothing character. Also, I, want, also I would point out, um, just, it, Iron Fist is, a, is about as old as Luke Cage. He's, he's a storied character. He's from the 70s. There are Iron Fist, char- Iron Fist villains you could have used. His big final villain doesn't have to be David Winham. Not who? even superpowered David Winham. Just David Winham. Who is David Winham? Uh, the actor who was the who was the villain in Iron Fist. He was also the narrator Spartan in 300. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah F rank. Yeah. <laughs> Solid F rank. Uh, after this is uh, Inhumans. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. (laughs) F rank. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it. I'm going to give it an F rank. When I, when I heard, everything I heard about it was like, I ain't watching that. Funny thing is, and once again, it's like, um, uh, Ewan Reese, uh, you know, the guy that was Ramsey Snow, fucking kills it. Like the second you were like, oh, he's going to be Maximilian. Like, oh, he's going to fucking kill it. He kills it. But everyone else is garbage. They cut Medusa's hair after one, they shaved her head. After one scene, and they still had the balls to CGI wriggly strands of her on top of her head. Yeah, um, that is that is not Medusa's power set. Yes, like Medusa can grow and shrink her hair at command, and it's unfucking cuttable. Yeah, um, no, it's. And then they split all of the humans up. I'm telling, you, it's an f fucking show. Yeah, man, it's bad. Jesus. So it's haven't watched because the majority haven't watched it. But if we had watched it, it'd probably be enough. Look, here, the one thing I'll say, and not even in the show's defense, I'm just a statement. The Inhumans, no matter how you do it, are going to be a hard show to do. One, because most of the Inhumans' powers are expensive. Yeah. And also just hard to, like, put in a show and then have... Well, it, you, you can do it, but during and that era of Marvel, in the Perlmutter era of Marvel TV, television... No, you can't do the Inhumans. Because well, no, no, they're never going to get the budget to, to, to do their powers the way they should. Well, even even if they get the full carte blanche budget, they are expensive. And also, most of the Inhumans have powers that are just hard to put into a story and not just be like, why doesn't this guy just solve this problem? Yeah, when you, when, when you have Karnak, you don't have problems. You, you, have, you have road bumps. Karnak, Lockjaw, Crystal, Black Bolt. Honestly, even Medusa. It's actively... If you have a Medusa... Karnak kind of sucked in the show. Yeah. Yeah, Karnak's power is he can see weak points in everything. And if, there, if it is a noun, if it is a person, place, thing, or concept, he can find the weak point in it. Yeah. He, just, he, could, he could actually punch out racism. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like even Medusa, if you have a room full of people who are like, all right, this Medusa's willing to kill people, that's when you get like a Mara from the um, Justice League War with Atlantis cartoon who is just murking people by the hundreds. It's like, all right. 
But no, they didn't do that. And so instead of actually trying, they were just like, well, we'll just shave her head, uh, mute him, well, throw the, him there. The funny thing is, is like, it, this actually did have a full budget. It was supposed to be like, because for one, it got bumped down from a movie because they thought that like it would be better to tell the story over like six episodes. And if you, I don't know if you guys remember this, it was an IMAX release. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like it was like it was supposed to be a big people, yeah. People fucking saw the, deal. people saw the premiere in IMAX. Yeah, this was this and was clowned a big fucking deal, and it was just they dropped the ball and because this was this was the last like fully one hundred percent Ike 